You come at the king, you best not miss. You're not locked in this zone, zone 32. 32. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Zone 32 podcast. It's still a trio instead of a quartet because Mr. Grant, I don't know, some fucking bullshit is going on with him. He ain't here. But anyway, my name is Jake. His name is Drew. His name is Will. Say what's up to me. No. Fuck you. Oh, uh, fair, fair enough. I'll call you. We I'll haven't had you. a guest on in a while, so Jake's got like fucking backup from not telling somebody to shut the fuck up. We, yeah, we, we, are, that's right. we, are, we are coming out of the no guest season into guest season though because you know we're we're well, i don't want to have a guest come on and then we just talk about dumb shit so I no like no no we're, but we are we are in the the last one third of june i think when we get into july we're gonna start previewing training camp we're gonna get more substantive with our discussion so i have people in mind and i think we're gonna have some good ones coming up i have someone that i invited last week that read my invite and didn't uh come on so yeah, maybe so... maybe maybe he'll be a future guest. I mean, he doesn't seem to be too too interested in the whole football side of things, so maybe he'll uh, he'll become a podcaster. The guys, the guys' initials are just kidding, right? Yeah, Jacqueline, Jacqueline Dobbins. Jacqueline, J- yep, Jacqueline, Jaqueline, Miss Jackie. As you hear from fucking Key and Peel. But anyway, Jack- <laughs> speaking of running back, speaking of running backs and Mount Rushmores and all this and all that, we're gonna do our own fucking Mount Rushmore. Drew, take it away. Yeah, so it's uh, Mount Rushmore season. We have nothing to complain about or anything positive to say about the Ravens currently because literally nothing has happened. Um, this has been like, you know, five years of turmoil with Ravens fans, and now we have this calm spot. So I think we're going to start some drama by doing a Mount Rushmore of players that we want to see cut from the roster. Um, do we do this snake draft style? Is that, is yeah. that probably the best one way to go about this? All right, yes. so I'm going to go first. I'm going to go first because I have the clear-cut number one choice here. It's James Prochet. Get the fuck off my team. No argument. Yep. All correct. right. Will or, Will or Jake, you guys can fight over who's next. Rock, paper, scissors. All right. Ready? One. One. Two. Three. Two. Shoot. Three. All right. You go. All right. <clears throat> Let's think, think about this a little more. Tyler Wallace. Hmm. Fair. Okay. Fair. I mean, you're, you're just trying to thin out the wide receiver room, huh? Well, that's. I, are I are you I trying to get DeAndre Hopkins to Baltimore? Is that your end result here? No, I think it's kind of the easy choice because I mean, you already you already have a logjam at receiver and a bunch of dudes fighting for that last spot. So I mean, he's he's in that conversation by proxy. Prochet's in that conversation. Got fucking Ben Victor. You got some like whole who's who of fucking heads trying to do what they need, trying to make that spot. Um, fucking Demas. Laquan Treadwell, Demas. Dante Demas. So that's why I'm like, I mean, it's kind of easy. Plus, he's been in the league for a few years. Sure, you could play special teams, but once year three is usually when you find out what you have at your position. That's why this is really critical for Bateman and for Adafi Owe this year. Because now you're gonna know if they're worth a damn if they're not, especially because if they're not, they're not in the fifth year option and they may not be on the team next year if they're not good. So right. I'll okay. take the easy route and take Tyler Wallace. All right, okay. cool. This is gonna be a fan favorite pick. Tyler Huntley. So if we cut him, can we bring him back as our third quarterback, or would he stay on the roster as that third emergency quarterback that they're doing this year? Um, so, like, I don't know if that's technically so a the, practice the, squad the, guy. It is, it is. So the emergency quarterback slot is one, it's like a game day activation. So that I, I think if we cut him, he'll, he'll probably get claimed by somebody. Yeah, um, but I, I really don't care. So Josh Johnson and him, I think, are like net neutral in terms of yeah. their – uh, impact. I would like to see them cut 
Huntley and sign Bridgewater as the as or a keep it, and then or have Josh Johnson and um, Anthony Brown Anthony play Brown, over that yeah. emergency spot. I would personally still. I would I would much rather them sign Bridgewater so we have a real backup quarterback who I have some confidence in if Lamar goes down in a big situation where Teddy Bridgewater has a, a like medium high ceiling and a medium low floor. So like he's not ever going to play as bad as Tyler Huntley if you Googled, on his worst day. If you Googled mid, that would be um... – Teddy Bridgewater that came yeah. up like he is yeah. literally just the league average quarterback. So. Right. But that's what you want in a backup. So I think he and we know that that Bridgewater and uh, Lamar have a connection because they went to Louisville. So they're friends and there's respect there. So there's no like I don't think Bridgewater's coming in with some chip on his shoulder to come take the job, which no. obviously is not happening with a franchise quarterback. who just signed a five year deal for two hundred and sixty million dollars. So um, I, w- I that's what I would like to see happen. But. In order for that to happen, the first thing that needs to happen is Tyler Huntley needs to be cut. Goodbye, guys. Goodbye. And now it's snakes. Oh, so I'm up. Uh, yeah, okay. up again. I'm going to say, is Joe Beagle still on our team? Is that the white Vince guy Beagle? who's in all those pictures? The linebacker? No, that was that was Grant. Oh, okay. <laughs> Damn it. But yeah, that's uh, Vince Beagle. Vince Beagle. Uh, yeah, so cut him. Yeah, he's, yeah. I mean, he's we the, odd, the man. He's the yeah. odd man out in the linebacker room. Uh, Malik, easily, Har- yeah. Malik Harrison, I, I still have hope for. Um, Beagle, be Beagle, yeah, Beagle's at the end end of the the line there. So, uh, and, and you know, we just saw, we just drafted um, Trenton Simpson. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I think Beagle is the is the odd man out. That's that that was the that was it was either him or Grant in that picture. I couldn't really tell. Uh, I didn't look that closely, but potentially both. Yeah, potentially, right. yes. exactly. Potentially both. Now snakes on over to old Mister Jake. Well, I'm gonna stay in the inside linebacker room, and I'm gonna cut Josh Ross. Fuck you. Oh, yeah, fuck that's, you too. That, that's that's right. Drew's fuck guy. You. That hurt. Fuck you. I understand, Asshole. but for but for some reason, like on this isn't my decision. I mean, it's my decision, but it's not my decision. It's I think they're gonna cut Josh Ross, Josh Ross and keep Christian Welch. I would rather keep Ross if they give more upside there, and Christian Welch is what he is. But nonetheless. Harv's value special teams like nobody. So there's no there's no ulterior motive as to why you are keeping Christian Welch over Josh. Oh, Ross. look who it is! Hold on, no, hold on. No, it's because I like Michigan. If I were to if I were to actually openly support a college team, it would be the Wolverines. Jake, I was First making a ever. joke here. I was making a joke here that's going way over your head. It's um. No, no, I know what you're doing. I'm just completely yeah. downing it and, and deflecting on Jake. It. Jake, just to Jake, ruin your okay, okay, okay. Jake, okay, 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 over here. Um, I fake, I fake news. I live in California. Not allowed okay. to be that over here. There he is. Oh shit, Grant! We, I have bad again. news for you. You you logged on in the middle of us doing a like a a snake draft Mount Rushmore hybrid, and my so I was the third pick. My first pick was Tyler Huntley, and my snake pick was uh Vince Beagle. But I I'm not sure if I'm actually cutting Vince Beagle or you. It's whoever the white guy is in the in the linebacker room. I mean, him and I can do Oklahoma and decide, you know, who's going to make it or not. I mean, I feel isn't like he made out of like glass? He's basically made out of glass. I feel like that would be illegal. Like he'd probably just break every bone in his body. So I may have cut you. So I apologize if that's the case. Whoever's in that picture with the other linebackers, I want to cut the white guy. I liked I liked all the other guys. I I knew all I knew who all the other guys were. So I'm Italian, Will. I'm not white. All right, Siv. <laughs> All right. All right. So I get two now, right? 
Yeah, you yeah. get two. You got two. Then Hold Cleveland on. Should we, should we give Grant like a supplementary pick to, to like get in the action here? No, he's on the roster. You can't talk about. Okay. Yeah. 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 You're just going to have true, to be like, true. like a, just, just are you let, picking you're, like first, you're cuts? going to be analyzing. Yeah. We're, we're picking who, uh, Mount Rushmore, who we want to get cut. Because you know everybody else does Mount Rushmore's a boring <laughs> shit, so I figured we'd get controversial. The best candidates to to not make the team. We we came yeah, up with this about three minutes team. before we started recording because we're like nothing fucking happened this week. So this is this nothing is, happened. This is, this is, Everything this we have to talk about has friend. nothing to do with the Ravens. Yeah. Yep. All right. So next two picks for me. I'm gonna go Kevon Seymour because he shouldn't be on the team to begin with. Fuck that guy. There's no business being the NFL. Go back to being a fucking garbage man or whatever you were doing before the Ravens signed you off the street. Um, we have enough corners. And Ben Cleveland, squirrel eating fuck. Get the fuck out of here. Getting getting torched and uh, getting you know pushed on the depth chart in, in minicamp is just not a good look. Uh, I've had enough of him. We'll go hunt for squirrels and you know be big and dumb somewhere else. So those are my two. Uh, get the fuck off the team, guys. I got a, I got a pretty solid squad of cuts here. I don't think anybody's gonna have any issues with anybody that I've come up with. Wait, who was your first one? James Prochet, obviously. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm a little surprised I, that your second. Well, I'm not, it's not done yet, so I'm not gonna say anything. So you still got one more or two more, right? He has no. one. Oh, yeah, he has two uh, more if, overall. If he lasts, he I know, oh, I know, we're doing I know five rounds. Going. I don't know if I can even come up with five. No, no, four, cut. Four, four. No, just four rounds. Uh, four, four. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's four presidents on Mount Rushmore. Well, you're American. You should know this. That's right. Jake, you're up next. You have one Jared. more pick, sir. I picked two Ooh. people. He picked two. I did. Who are the two? Kevon Seymour and Ben Cleveland. Those are two guys. Oh, they're, two different, they're two different. They're two different people. See, this is what I get for drinking <laughs> too much of this fake fucking missions. Oh! Very different people. Very different people. Yep. Well, shit, now I got to think of some bullshit. Uh, I always, you know what? Fuck it. I always pick him to not make the roster. Yeah, he always makes the roster. He's not bad, but I'm gonna cut Justice Hill. I don't like that. I don't like that one, Jake. I don't like it. I don't, I don't like it either. <laughs> no, I don't blame you. Well, well you've I'm already cut back. the. I mean, yeah. I can well, see I mean, it. That's what I'm saying. They're probably gonna. It keep... is Keaton Mitchell. Does Keaton Mitchell beat him out? Is really yeah. what? Yeah. Yes. It comes down to Keaton Mitchell and Justice Hill. You keep Keaton Mitchell all day long, up and down. Well, well that's all I'm saying. Right, well, I think so, he'll make the roster. Well, let me fix this problem. With Jake Wellen. I'm gonna fix this problem. You know who my. My next cut is Jacqueline Dobbins. Jacqueline Dobbins. That's who Grant was. That's who Grant. That's who Grant. Yeah, I knew. I knew exactly. That was going to be my last pick. I'm I'm cutting the overly emotional guy who can't stay on the field, and and I actually don't want to cut him, but I would like to uh, move on from him if he's going to continue acting the way he has been. Um, He's in in an off season where it was tumultuous to start, and then everything has kind of streamlined into this beautiful harmonious situation where we have our franchise quarterback under under contract we have uh an elite wide receiver we went out and got we drafted a wide receiver we and we have bateman coming back we have you know arguably i don't even know if you can argue it i mean just on paper i think we have the best wide receiver room this franchise has ever seen um yes and now and now a running back in a team on an organization where uh, over time, you know, like there's always been a good running back on this team. Always. Every year there's a, there's a running back thriving on this team. And fucking Alex Collins is high out of his mind, carrying loaded guns in his car and was still rushing for like 1400 yards a year. Right. Terrence West 
hadn't been good in the NFL in seven years and then came here and was fine. Justin Forsett. Basically, we, we just... the only thing you need to bring to the table as a running back, if you are going to be at the top of the depth chart there, is that you can actually be ready to play on Sunday. That's the biggest knock on J.K. Dobbins. He's been hurt. He, uh, you know, mouthed off and puffed his chest out that he's going to be ready on week one, and he wasn't. And then he played, and then uh, they were ramping him up, and he pulled back, went and got his knee scoped. Good for him because he came back and he was great. But at the same time, he's still running his mouth the entire time. You can't do that. There's no – like have some self-awareness. He doesn't have Should it. Get that Hannibal Lecter mask for J.K. Dobbins and maybe some kind of contraption so that he can't use his phone. Maybe just put like winter gloves on him so he can't you know touch his yeah. screen. Yeah. Whatever whatever the defect is in his brain, someone needs to fix it or we need to, to move on from him because I mean I'm fully confident in the fact that we could go we could roll forward with Gus Edwards as RB one and Keaton Mitchell and Justice Hill behind him or or go out and sign one of the Zeke, many many yeah. great Leonard running backs. Fournette. Right, exactly. Like Leonard Fournette I think would fit in great. Fournette yeah. would be my pick. But again, I'm not advocating that we go, we make a change necessarily, but J.K. Dobbins, the way the J.K. Dobbins of, you know, this current reality, get the fuck out of here, cut J.K. Dobbins. That's my, my pick. I can't believe I'm, he made it to, to this point in the draft, honestly. I, 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 thought, was gonna, I was saving that for my last pick. I, I thought, thought that gonna... Drew would go first round because he's got a personal. No, I got to get rid I've had like a three year beef with James Prochet. He's going to go. <laughs> Yeah. True. Plus, his sure. uncle's talking about waxing your dolphin on the timeline. That's, that was that funny. Was like worth uh, yeah. what he said. So, that was yeah. funny. He just, just liked my tweet, my response to him. Yeah, so James Prochet's got to go. We can keep his uncle, though. I'm, I'm cool with keeping Oh, yeah, no, I like Mo. Stone. Yeah, I'm keeping Mo Stone. Even no, no matter where James Prochet goes, me and Mo Stone are buddies forever. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, him and I had a rocky start, but we're, we're going to. Maybe that'll be one of our guests we have in July. Yeah, they could sing a song for us. You know. Yeah. No, yeah, musical it, artists. Dro- drop some fresh, fresh tracks. Yeah, yeah he's more of an R and B guy, but you know we can uh, we can have him sing his own thirty two intro voice. Yeah. So uh, you, got, you got one more, Will. I got one more. Okay, this is tough. Okay, I'm gonna go with and we can't we can't take each other's picks. We can't re- we can't remount Rushmore. So exactly, it's a little thin here. I'm gonna go with man. I mean, we're so far in. We're not. Yeah, we are. We're nine That's, in on a nine. We're on a ninety-man roster that has to get down to fifty-three. It's not a ninety-man <laughs> roster though, right now. I think it is. Aren't we close? We got. Yeah, I think we are. Well, I mean, I, honestly, I don't know the last like forty guys on a ninety-man roster. So, um, yeah, they want to get cut anyway. You don't even think about them. I'm gonna go. This is sad. This is just out of out of necessity. I'm just gonna go Jalen Armour Davis. Yep, he, I understand. He, he, he's done the least, and it's, it's him or Pepe Williams. If yeah, you're gonna cut yeah, out a corner, right? So. And and Pepe's done more. He's been more yeah. available he's and he's, he's produced. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that's and I I hate to cut any cornerback because I think the corners are the he's also he's a disappointment to the number five. Disappointment to the number five. So he is. Yeah, he yeah. is. So what's fair choice? Yeah, Joe and Ar- Armour Davis, and but it's like under protest that I'm doing that because I don't, I really I don't want to cut any defensive backs honestly. Yeah. Jake. Well, it's under well, it's understandable. I'm gonna cut Andy Isabella. Wow. Yeah. There seems to be there seems to be a um racism. Racism going on here. So that's right. Um, I was like a, I was trying I was trying to think of a, a clever way to put it, but I've had too much strength in it, so I'm not gonna, not gonna that's think fun. of a clever way to that's put right. it. Well, I mean, to be fair, he's five nine to buck eighty. The only receiver on the roster that I will keep that is five nine to buck eighty is 
Mr. Flowers, because he deserves, deserves that. That man plays like a dog. The other one. He's 5'10". Is he five? Is Zay five ten? Like he's five nine. Zay is five nine and three quarters, I think. That's five ten. Close enough. Yeah, ground up. That's math. Ground up gives him a taller shoe, so he reached five ten and hit the kitty kitty ride. Five ten, one eighty three. Hey, there you go. I'm with it. Yeah, because yes, it's going to Isabella. They tried using him in the Duvernay role last year. Duvernay went down. That didn't go well at all. So, yeah. So, all right. I got the easiest pick here for the. Final pick of our cutting draft. It's it hurts me to do this to a fellow Michigan guy, but uh, Ben Mason, get the fuck out of here. Patrick Ricard is our fullback of the future, uh, best player on the team. So it's easy, easy pick for me. I got to cut Ben Mason to protect Patrick Ricard. And yeah. Ben Mason thought, absolutely will get cut. I mean, it'll, they're yes. going to try and get him through to the the practice squad. The I'm only not, way that obviously. he doesn't get the only way that he doesn't get cut is if whatever's going on with Ricard is much more serious than it sounded. Right, um, right. And yeah, with that, that's the re- and, and that's that's probably why, why he's here. Back. That's probably why he's oh, here. 100%. That's 100% why we brought him back. Yeah. Now, well, I don't, that, I, I don't know, know how important – Yeah, I don't know how important any fullback is going to be in this new system. He, I mean, and I say that meaning I'm – not, I'm not saying that to be one of these people who is like fullback's a dead position. I'm just saying like I don't really know what, what fullback's going to mean to the, the, the offense, um, especially considering we have a really deep tight end group where you can repurpose a tight end as a, as a fullback, depending on how you deploy them in in any offensive system. So, um, but yeah, if, if Ricard is going to be part of the offense or even if it's just in like a, you know, a blocking role, you have to have some contingency plan for him. So I think that makes sense as to why Ben Mason's back because Mason was on the Patriots roster for a while. At one point, uh, he never actually made the roster. He was on the practice squad, but well, whatever. Sure. But he was he was in New England, so yeah. But he's here, so I think maybe that should have been a giveaway for us that somehow we were carrying two fullbacks. Um, well, I mean, and again, like he was a defensive tackle in college, and then started to play fullback, and that's what Ricard was. So, like that's just that's a Ravens guy. All right, so I'm going to steal part of my takes graphics for this, and I'm going to make a um, you know a fake graphic of all the people that we've cut. I'm going to ask Max to probably send me four? the next. You're, you're not allowed. You're on the roster. I'm taking this. You're on the roster. Why don't, hold on. Why don't you're we not. let Grant just say what four he would have done? Because it's probably going to yeah. be, this. Yeah. it's probably going to be, I if he picks anybody that hasn't been picked, it would be shocking to me. I'll take four that haven't been picked. All right. Okay. Let's do it. But do you know everyone that's been picked? I don't think you do. Yeah. No, it's fine. Let him go for it. Let him go yeah, for it. Let's yeah, see. yeah. Let's see. All right. Tylen Wallace. He was he picked in first round. Yep. Off to a hot start. <laughs> All right, Shamar Bridges. Okay, there you go. All right. Because, He's just going to uh, cut four I'm, wide receivers. Yeah, I'm expecting yep. Laquan Treadwell to be the X. I want to see a resu- I want to see a resurgence of him come out. I'm going to say Geno Stone because it's our Darius Washington time. No the chance. only thing he could stay in is because Kyle Hamilton plays that kind of hybrid safety linebacker role in a dime package. So that's going to leave an extra roster spot for a safety. So that's the only reason, you know, because we're, you know, we're right on the edge of safeties. We we really have. So I think Washington, but I think Washington is the the new Brent Stevens, that he's going to yeah, be the slot good. corner, slot corner yeah. and, um, you know, safety guy. So he's got a guaranteed spot on this team. I don't I think, think so. Gino Stone takes it. And Geno Stone, I think, got a two-year deal. Was it two? I thought so. Yeah, but it was one of those like um, I think it was like an option for the second it's year. A, it's, it's a one. Year. It's a one year. year. It's a one year deal. Like all the guarantees are in, in year one. Yeah. yeah, he got a two year yeah. deal. So I don't think he's getting um, cut though because all his guarantees are are front loaded. I'm gonna say 
Jordan Stout because he fucking sucks. I mean, I'm pretty sure I could go out there. And get this is the, are, are, are the, I mean, this is the worst. This is, yeah, this I ain't done. And Adafi Owe because I'm pretty <laughs> sure. Okay. I'm pretty sure any, any outside linebacker in the NFL can do what he's doing right now. We just drafted his replacement, Tavius Robinson. So it's very clear what's going on here. Grant Grant picked Jordan Stout because he's got long hair. Grant's jealous that he cut his hair off. So he yeah, cut and cut Stout. That's clear. And then Grant we're is not, signed yeah, as an outside linebacker. We're so not Grant replacing punters. We're not doing another punter replacement. He, I'd Jordan go Stout's for the punter. Fourth down every time, then watch Jordan Stout punt again. Now, All right, remember, I'm okay, I'm sold. okay, I'm sold. <laughs> Listen, you're also you're basing that on a Greg Roman offense, and a lot of the season we were seeing Tyler Huntley. So it was like Jordan Stout was put in a bad spot with with play calling and everything else with the amount of punting. Yeah, he was doing. punt. Punt. That's a very hard play call. I no, can't no, no. Greg Roman but it's it's too much. It's too much. The fact that we were in the position we were in, we were punting that much. Like we were punting. We were, we were punting on the fucking first possession of the game every goddamn yeah. every every game. That's right. We That's never fair. scored yeah. on the first possession. So like it it was it, he was he was playing from behind the eight ball. I think I okay, think. Well, here's my thing though with that. There's a punt god out there that's clear of all charges. That was cut allegedly, by a team. Allegedly, allegedly. he's got stink allegedly. on him. He's got stink on him from that dumpster. Yeah, and he gave he gave some girl. He's got a blowy. Let, leave him be. Yeah, I'm just I'm not interested in matter. Is it in Baltimore? I don't want to deal with that. It's got, he's a, it's got a questionable too. history. He's a lefty too. He's a lefty. I mean, Lefties you know, are weird. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Get him out of here. Plus, you like him, so that's another reason for me to not like him. So. <laughs> Just all signs of points are not signing that reason. I'm, I'm good on I'm good on that. Who's your fourth Grant? Oh no, it was Owe. Yeah, that's fine. I, I think I, I'm pretty sure Grant picked like six people. No, he picked. Well, he, no, he, he picked, picked five. five. I, I was he wrong. Picked five, person, but he so had he had Shamar Bridges, Shamar Bridges, Geno Stone, Jordan Stout, and Owe. Yeah, so you know, and I, I'm 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 going to do this as a blind poll because I feel like it would be unfair to put faces on it otherwise. And will if you do any fuck shit to fuck with the outcome here, then. Um, <laughs> Yeah, just just putting that on the record. I, I feel like I'm going to win. Yeah, I wouldn't so, even know yeah. how to do that. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh yeah, not at all. Like you just didn't yeah. vote something that made me a homosexual that one time. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I also, I also uh, helped you to like basically win uh, a a very yeah. popular, very uh, important. Yeah. So I beat Jeff, I beat Jeff Dilo. So that's you know that was 100 percent because of me. <laughs> that was like 93 percent because of you and seven percent because of Ramy. <laughs> I'll I'll give it I'll I'll give him some credit there, but yeah. Um, all right, so we've we've killed about twenty minutes with our Mount Rushmore. Um, so Grant's Grant's finally decided to join us. I, I think that saying that uh, he didn't care about you guys last week lit a fire under his ass, and so he's decided to join us this week. Grant, you've been missing for you know a month now. Um, other than your time at minicamp, is there anything else you'd like to talk about from the last few episodes? Oh gosh. Well, I mean, most recently the the JK DM um out, you know, I mean, we kind of knew about that, but it still blows my mind that there's a professional athlete that is a young athlete that's a potentially successful athlete that is concerned with somebody being honest with them saying, "Hey, bro, you've missed you played 8 games out of what 32." So like 34. that's viable and and the frustrating part to me is is who the fuck are you? Like, who the fuck are you to sit here and say, oh, I need a new contract. I want this. I want that. Motherfucker, you ain't been on the field. Like, 
show me what you've earned to be able to sit there and say, honestly, if I'm a GM, he's very talented. He's fucking awesome when he's on the field. But if I'm if I'm Eric DaCosta and I see this little snot off the side, not practicing or anything and crying about a contract when he doesn't play, like get the fuck out, like period. Like and I and I'm a J.K. Dobbins truther. Like I loved him. I loved him when we drafted him. I think when he's on the field, he's a fucking animal. But at the end of the day, like I'm done with the bullshit. Like like you have done. You've produced when you've been on the field, but you're not on the field. So and you're sitting here crying about a contract because you've got Leonard Fournette, you got Dalvin Cook, you've got Ezekiel Elliott. Um, who am I missing? Who's the fourth? That's out I would there. Say right? I would say they're the three big ones out there right now. I'm sure that there's some lower. And they're not that getting signed. Hold on, did you say Fournette? Yeah, yeah. You said four. You said Fournette. Fournette, Fournette, Fournette Cook, Elliot, Elliot. And, and I, I feel like there is one more. Can't remember who but, it is, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyways, but you, I mean, you got those guys out there that have produced and at an elite level produced recently, yep. and they're healthy. Yep. And they're actively trying to be somewhere. And Dalvin Cook is light years better than J.K. Dobbins. Like I said last like, week, Grant, Dalvin Cook, in my opinion, and based on his production, is a top five running back in the NFL right now. Oh, easily. Easily. 100%. He does it all. And, like, yeah, he's battled his injuries and stuff, too. But that's just, like, a nature of the game. But he's actively trying to get out there. Like, yep. he's not like, oh, man, my knee's sore. Like, you know, or, oh, man. We won the game, but I only got 10 carries and not 13 carries, man. What? Like, like, stop fucking whining, dude. Like, I mean, and on top of you being 100% right there, just from like a football logistics standpoint, and the fact that he's just a whiny little bitch, nobody wants to come out and say it, but that's, that's what he is. Like, it's not, uh, not, you know, breaking any government secrets here. I've harassed you online for about three years now. How many times have you DM'd me saying, give me your address so I can come fight you? Never. Never. So, I mean, this is just like, that's just a weirdo behavior on top, on top of being just a sensitive little, you know, well, no, that, like I mean, is. what that is, is that's insecure behavior. And what I can't stand too is when you have these fucking professional athletes that are like, oh, DM, DM me your address. Listen, just because you're a professional athlete doesn't mean you can bang. So like, you're going to crawl well, up the wrong this is a win. This is get knocked the fuck out. But this is what I was trying to say last week is like, he doesn't know who the fuck I am. I mean, no. thank, luckily for him, like I'm a relatively well-adjusted normal human being. So I'm not going to like shoot him if he walks up to my doorstep. But I mean, if he DMs some fucking lunatic that and get shot going there, like that's, that's a realistic outcome. Okay. You know, like even, okay. And that's, that would be, obviously, in a bad spot. that would be horrible, but even, I mean, yeah. not, not as bad, but also bad would be if, he was a hothead and went and showed up at someone's house. And there's just a ring camera video of him knocking on someone's door to beat them up, you know, like, Richard Sherman? yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. But that like, was at least that's like, just a, you know, that's, that's a bad look though. Like this is, this is a guy that just has no business going and like, Oh my God, this guy, he mentioned my name on Twitter. So I'm going to go show up at his house and, and fist fight him. Shut the fuck that's up. The thing is, Dude, you, you you live in a fucking fake world where you get paid a shit ton of money to play football. Stop getting your feelings hurt by bearded men in Massachusetts and going in their Just DMs. Anybody, anybody in general. Right, but that's like the, the latest example. I'm sure that happens a lot. I bet he's done this I would lot. I would guess that there are other people who have much less of a following than me 
that were in the same thread as me that he sent DMs to that. They didn't Absolutely. Say. That's what I'm, that's what I'm trying to say. So like yeah. the only reason we know that he did that to you is because we know you and because you have a, a bigger following, you have a platform to, to talk about it. Because like, honestly, I found it funny. But, right. You know. And, but I bet he did that to a lot of people. And, but they're also like, Oh no, the, the running back from my favorite team, uh, he's mad. He hates me. And, yeah, and, hates right, me and... Exactly. So they would never share that. And, well, and, yeah. and what's, I mean, what's Twitter? It's a bunch of fucking trolls. Like I bet, I mean, Twitter is 80% trolls, if not more. Like the funny know, thing is I wasn't even trolling. It, it, no, until he, he was complimentary. DMs. That was the big thing. Like what, like what Drew said was a hundred percent factual and he wasn't being disrespectful. Like he literally was like, Hey man, when you're on the field, you're great, but you're not on the field. Where's yeah. the lie? Yeah, and then and, he's and crying then he, about a contract. Well, you're not on the field, so why do you deserve more money? Like, right? It was just he—he he is an enigma. Like, I—I I will never understand guys like that. We've had guys in Baltimore that are just like I don't know, fucking weird human beings. Something wrong with them, whatever. Like the Lamar situation was frustrating from a fan standpoint to watch unfold because he does things in an unorthodox manner. But there's that, and then there's just J.K. Dobbins is unhinged. I've used that word to describe him privately to people. Like, he's just a fucking lunatic. He, so, some people, like, so, so somebody that's really good at Twitter is Matt Judon. Like, he, but he's somebody that gets emotional. But he, he tried to fight chips. About he it. did the same, he did the same, he did the same thing that. He did it word uh, for word, out. word for word. It was the exact same thing that he did to the Chips. Only, the yeah, only, but I'm saying, like, the he, only difference is that Chips was disrespectful. It. Yeah, yeah, he's gotten better about it. Well, but, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's somewhat normal now. Yeah, but I yeah, mean, he, I'm saying like like somebody that – But he's gotten more to the side of he trolls more now. Before, he just got emotional. Now, he actually partakes in the troll. Right. True. So, okay, like, that's fair what enough. I mean, I mean like, getting better. We're a year and like, a half removed. We're, or we're two years removed <laughs> from him telling Jameson Hensley he's going to drop strip club pictures for, you know – like. Yeah, that was pretty ugly. No reason. And I know you, in of- particular, Grant, you did not like that. No, no, I mean, I think that's stupid, even though Jameson Hensley's a tool bag, but like, yeah, it was funny, but it was kind of like, yeah, all right, don't yeah, do that. yeah, I get but, it. And like, yeah, I mean, and you know, there's the running back position right now, and especially when you have a quarterback like Lamar Jackson, you are highly expendable. So, like, right. if you're on a rookie deal right now and you want to get paid, the last thing you want to do is act like a fucking, t- all right, he's a, he's a dime a dozen player, um, and we don't need him, so fuck off. Is, is what it comes down to is this uh jk dobbins is going to get a second contract somewhere um Maybe. his his value was damaged severely by his his injury the timing of it and the nature of it and everything else but he bounced back he had a great uh you know end of last season so i think he was trying to sort of leverage his end of the season like okay i'm back after the cleanup my knee's great um, my production looks good to see if maybe the Ravens could trade him to a team that would be willing to extend him because he's risking going out there and getting hurt again now. And then what happens next year? Right. But, but I mean, somewhere else. The, the thing is, is that he's never had more than a, a six game stretch in his career where he looked good as yep. a rookie. He, he only played in, you know, like got like legitimate snaps and I think like seven or eight games. Okay. So that's a six game stretch. He looked good at the last six games of last year. So, I mean, what team is going to want to actually give him a contract? What team is actually going to want to pay him? Yeah, and yeah. then you look at the the mental aspect of it. Like, that's got to come across in negotiations. I, I, I've, I, I would assume that there are media people or 
I don't know, team employees that he's probably gotten in their ear and done similar to what he did to me, or maybe his agent has, I don't know. I'm sure somebody associated with him has, has, you know, freaked out about bad stories about him because I, I can't imagine that this is like new behavior. Right. And, you know, there are probably people who are trying to protect relationships within the castle that maybe won't go public with that. I don't care. And part of, part of, you know, me online is that I'm like trying to elicit those kind of reactions anyway. So like I got, you know, I saw blood in the water and, um, went for it but it's like i just i don't know if he's gonna be in the league anymore like that's that's the, that's the kind of shit that he gives off to me now is that like okay maybe he is a fucking lunatic and everybody knows it and they don't they don't want him around i think he's be the gonna, first guy. yeah no i think he he's gonna he's gonna sort of follow the uh james connor uh track on contracts where he's gonna probably get a one-year or deal. Raheem, Raheem mostert like that kind of guy yes. where you know he's gonna go somewhere and maybe be like a running back one b yeah, and he'll get a a one year deal, and then another one year deal, and on the second one year deal, if he produces, then someone's going to give him like a two or three year deal, and then uh, at that point, it's like you know we we've probably seen the end of J.K. Dobbins. He's he's probably an eight eight to nine year guy in the league, but he's going to fizzle out just based on the way he plays. You know, I mean, he's he's an awesome player when he's healthy and when he's available and. Uh, when the offensive coordinator is using him properly, so like that's not his fault that that last part. But um, no, I think you know he'll be he'll still be around. I I I really don't think he's gonna get a contract from the Ravens either way, no matter no, what. Unless something miraculous happens this year, and you know just total change in attitude. But I, I can't see that. I mean, even then, I just like they don't pay running backs really. And what yeah. he, what, what the running back market is and uh, if he has a good year, what he, what his cost would be. I just don't think it makes sense. Just go draft another guy or just Keaton Mitchell ascends. And uh, you know, Gus Edwards has, has proven to be a guy who's willing to take fair deals. So right. just, you know, you keep, keep giving him money and let him keep running it back year by year. Well, and if you keep, slightly overpaying Gus and then you draft a replacement for JK like you're paying the replacement rookie contracts and he's not making a ton of money so that kind of evens out with Gus and then you're paying you know RB1 money to three guys like you're in pretty good shape yeah yeah right and and like you guys said like Lamar Jackson makes the running back position much different here because he brings an an element to the offense where we're going to get yards on the ground that a lot of teams can't count on so um, that, that changes things. And Justice Hill last year, too, showed a lot to me. Like I know, like when he got drafted, I was excited about him as like a sort of a, like a change of pace guy, just a guy they could throw the ball to. And he was shifting. Actually, I got a, I got a good segue on Justice Hill here, because when we drafted him, there was another Oklahoma State guy with the last name Hill who did some uh, running and catching the ball in college that I thought Justice Hill profiled like. But um We've learned that Tyreek Hill is mentally challenged, and so maybe we want to uh, go over his uh, running back rankings. And we do. You know, current, let's well, current, I think current let's criminal look, endeavors. Act, yeah, yeah. I think the 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 lead story with him is the the headline he get- is Tyreek Hill is under police investigation after allegedly hitting a man at a marina in Miami on Sunday. And so I, I asked this on Twitter, and I'm going to ask this to the Zone 32 crowd. Um, Tyreek Hill has beaten up a pregnant woman, allegedly beaten up a child, and now he's beating up a man, like a grown man at a marina. Are we to applaud him for character development, or do we say that assault is bad? 
I'm not. I'm kind of. I'm kind of lost on this. Both. I, yeah, it's both. I mean, I mean, yeah. Th- there are times when two things can be true at once. Assault is bad, and also, you know, uh, for his sake, he didn't beat up a pregnant woman or a kid. So it's like, hey, well, hooray for you. You're still kind. Of, you're still a piece of shit, and stop doing the things that you're doing. But well, but good job. Is. Good job at good job attacking somebody of your own gender and age this time. Precisely. Fair. That's pretty much all you can say. I'm pulling up the but story that's not now his only to, crime. To, to get the, the, yeah, yeah. But so, okay, hold on. The wide receiver allegedly hit a man working at the marina. But again, I, I just go back to, you know, choke slammed his pregnant fiance to, you know, beating up a working man. Like, I feel like that's still an upgrade. All right. So according to a tip received by Local 10 News, this is a, a local uh, Miami news station, at around 6 p.m. Sunday, Hill got into some kind of disagreement with an employee of one of the charter companies based at Hallover Marina that apparently ended with Hill hitting the man. So it seems that his uh, his way of resolving disputes has not changed, but at least now it's with another grown man and not a woman, not a four, not a four-year-old, or a pregnant, a pregnant woman. woman, yeah, or yeah, a child. Because I mean, you know, sometimes men come to come to blows, but you should definitely we, not do uh, that with children. Zone Zone Thirty Two is strongly against abuse against women and children. I feel strongly, like we're um, strongly, we're we're very strong on that. Very that strongly, front. unanimously. Yes. And, and Grant has been uh, MIA now for a solid ten minutes, but I would be. Uh, very confident in saying that he also, you know. Well, Grant, Grant, just te- Grant just texted me and said he got a phone call from Spain. So I, I don't know, you know, what's going on uh, there. Oh, but, shit. Uh, All right. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe he'll come back and break some news about uh, his, yeah. his future. Yep. Featuring black and purple. Now, but I would love to get into his running back rankings. Yeah. Because so that's, um, the, the, yeah, the, the much bigger transgression. Of his, because you know, getting into a, a you know a, a physical altercation with another grown man, while not advisable, it happens from time to time. But what is not forgivable, what is not okay, is being stupid. Tyreek Hill put out his rankings all time top five. So where backs. where was this? Just I, I saw the list. I did not see what the platform was that this was. Put it was on. on his own podcast. Okay. And he had Bijan Robinson as the guest. And to put it in perspective, Bijan Robinson had a, a totally respectable list as his top. Yeah, five. I don't agree with his. I don't agree with his order, but I at least agree with the guys that he had top five. Yeah, the guys who are on it are are deserving. And, yeah, and we all we all agree stuff. that a top five list of running backs is difficult to begin with all time because there's there's easily ten to fifteen top five or, or all time that are you know could be in the debate for the top 10 and even the top five, like you can really kind of, I think, I think after the top three, there's about eight guys that you could put in the yeah. four and five spot that, you know, maybe not everybody's going to agree with, but nobody's going to be like, this is the worst thing I've ever seen. Right. Life. Okay. Now, sorry guys. I had t- a call from Madrid. What are we talking about? That's I literally said that. Yeah, that's I what literally we said that. Yeah, that's what we thought. Do you want to break some news? No, I got to have meniscus surgery. Ah, that's shit. bullshit. Uh, so his, how how many? So his doctor over, is in Ibiza. Veteran minimum. Also, they're gonna IR you for the year. Then I really so do stash have to get guy. Meniscus operated yep. on. That. That's gonna suck. Grant, well, congrats, congrats, Grant. Grant, you get a Grant, I'm, you're Grant I'm trying to I'm trying to pitch the Disney movie here. I'm trying to get you to be, um, you know, Dennis Quaid, the rookie, 
but it'll be Dennis Quaid playing you. Um, so just, you know, fucking suck it up, walk it off, rub some dirt on it. I don't know. Just need you to play like two snaps next year. That's all. That's right. I need me to play two snaps too. I need that vet minimum. Yeah, that's right. So, all right. Let's make it happen. We have a direct line. I'm pretty sure EDC listens to the podcast. So EDC, if you sign Grant for just like one game, that would make our lives. He'll he'll evenly distribute the the money to all four of us. And Could you and imagine Max, so like, all five of us though of a 37 year old rookie going out there and showing out some 23 year old uh, a 23 24 year old third year guy wearing number 99. He could be a workout I mean, we, warrior all he wants, but you got to finish plays. It's gonna it's gonna we be did. like uh it's gonna be like miracle or not miracle uh what's the invincible. one invincible, invincible. yeah invincible. invincible yeah yeah Vince Papali Grant you know same guy that's right although I was just a don't bartender. be like just don't be like Mark Wahlberg uh, he, I was a bartender some, yeah I was gonna say yeah please Mark Wahlberg's Mark Wahlberg's got some questionable yeah we'll, we'll get someone to play you who has never uh, committed a hate crime before. It was never beaten up a Vietnamese shop owner with a two by four. We don't really, we don't really want, we don't associate with that kind of racism on this own 32 podcast. No, nope. any kind, but especially that kind of racism is front punk. That's right. <laughs> All right. So Tyree kill his, uh, his top five running backs. Number one, Adrian Peterson. He's a top five running back, but I, I mean, if, like, I, I just you, don't know how you can I, put him as number one. If you told me that Adrian Peterson was your fifth ranked running back, I'm not going to fight you on it. No. I also think again, he, he Tyree Kill and him share a special bond. Um we, we haven't really touched on this yet, but they both <laughs> they both like to beat up kids. So uh, I don't know. That's fucking right. <laughs> the fucking switch. I forgot yeah, maybe, about that. Maybe he views Adrian Pearson as his brother in arms, and that's why he puts him up there. I, I don't know. Uh, brother in um, arms? That's that's yeah. an interesting yeah. choice of words because Tyree yeah. Kill loves to break arms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Adrian Peterson likes to hit his kid with a stick, and Tyreek Hill likes to break his kid's arms. I don't know. I just maybe maybe there's some kind of connection there we don't really understand because we're normal. <laughs> right. All right. All right. So, I could, but I could uh, I could I could see Adrian Peterson being one. You know, one if, overall all time. One overall. All time. It, it depends it on what your preference side of things are because there was an extended period of time before that shit happened. He was the best running back in the game for a long time, and he was Is he better than you know our consensus number one of Barry Sanders? I I don't think so. No, and, I, and I no, love no. Barry Sanders, but I don't even think he's number one. Oh, oh sweet. All right, hold on. Let, let's 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 let Will get Sweetness. through uh, his five, and then we'll we'll get to Grant's takes here. Yeah, yeah. All right, so uh, Tyreek Hill's number two is Derrick Henry, which is this is why his top five means Obscene. nothing. Because Derrick Henry's not only not a top five all-time running back, he's not a top ten all-time running back. Is he even the best running back in Titans franchise history? No, Eddie. Or is Chris, is, and and Chris Johnson are yeah, they both better he, than him? Does Earl Campbell count? Yeah, he, he should. Right. He Earl should. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Earl Campbell, including the Oilers. So, yeah. Earl so Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry is top five all-time in his own franchise. Maybe. I'm sure. We're and and as we know from uh, you know all-time philosopher. The fuck is his name? I don't know. What's our I'm, friend I'm... Uh, who who uh, who insists that the only reason Derrick Henry is good is because uh, Thomas. Uh, oh, Thomas. Mr. Thomas. Yeah, Thomas Armour. Thomas Armour, great philosopher. Also, he's on the same level as uh, Aristotle. Jan- January sixth enthusiast Thomas. Yeah, he uh, <laughs> he insists that Derrick Henry is right. only effective when Ryan Tannehill is handing him the ball. So, uh, you know. 
there there is oh, that so hold aspect on. of it. Maybe maybe Tyree Kill knows like Will Levis is basically uh upgraded Ryan Tan is Ryan Tannehill with a stronger arm. So maybe maybe Tyree Kill knows that you know Ryan Tannehill unlocked something in Derrick Henry and Will Levis is gonna take it to the next level. True. Perhaps maybe maybe, maybe this will be a bad take from us for once. Unlikely, but you never know. No. It's never happened before. But you're talking too. Who are his, who are his three through five? Okay. It was Barry, it was Gail Sayers, and Eric Dickerson. Yeah. Right. So those are respectable picks, obviously. Yeah. Um, I don't know how you have a top five without Walter Payton in it. Yeah. He, right. Yeah. I mean, I, I, mean I, I think I think your undisputed top three has to be some combination of Emmett Smith, Walter Payton, and Barry Sanders. Yep. Yeah. I just don't Absolutely. I just don't see how you can have a top three without those guys in it. Yep. I think they're just like different level. Um, Emmett Smith is kind of a compiler, and that's fine. You can make that argument that, you know, what would he play? Yeah, for but like there's also value years. to the fact that he played that long at that yeah. position. That's but, fucking crazy. But that's, well, that, that's fine. So, so if your argument is that he's not number one because you feel like he's a stat compiler and, you know, some of his numbers are inflated and you want to put him at third, I can live with that. Yeah, well, that I think I think I, actually I think three is like the perfect spot for Emmett Smith based on that exact argument, like and everything else, uh, all all those factors. I think it's fair that Emmett Smith, the teams he played on, the offensive lines he played behind, and the yeah. duration of his career. Eight, but eighteen years—that that's to me that's like that's a credit to him. Yeah, it's that's unheard good. of at that position. Yeah, that's like so, linebacker like, numbers. So like, you know, so who's your number earlier, one friend? And I mentioned it earlier when we talked about it too, but like my my only like knock on Emmett Smith is that he played behind arguably the best offensive line of all time. So there are guys that, you know, I have to put in front of him solely based off that alone because any one of us on this podcast could have ran for a thousand yards behind that line. And that's not to discredit Emmett Smith because he did it for a long time, but in a sense of top five, it does discredit him in my opinion. Yeah, all right, I'll live, I'll live with that, but who's your number one? All right, so I haven't really thought about this, but – in no particular order, my five are Falk, Tomlinson, Peyton, Campbell, and Sanders. That's fair. So Earl Campbell is the only one that I would say is – if you had him at five, I'd live with that. If you put him top three, I think I'd have an issue with that. No, he's not top three. I would yeah, say my so. top three, honestly, would probably be um, Falk, LT, and Peyton. Yeah, see, I, I, I just don't think you can't five. have – I just don't think you can't have Barry Sanders top three. I just don't know. Falk and Sanders are very similar to me. But, but Sanders played on worse teams. Yeah, yeah, but Sanders did. played on worse teams, worse offensive lines. So if you're going to take away from Emmett Smith for being behind That's great true. offensive lines, you have to give the same credit to Barry Sanders for playing on just absolute dog shit teams. I agree with also, that. I think, I think, I think that Falk, Falk and Tomlinson are much more comparable players than yeah. – because I, I think Grant Falk, I think Grant's Falk was like a yeah yeah Falk was just like a a big time like dual threat guy to catch the ball also yeah. and I mean he was Barry's like the it. first dual threat guy yeah, yeah. and and well the second year. right and he like, was Bar the best of them though the first yeah. was Roger Craig so he's the first thousand thousand running back yeah then it came Marshall Falk well, Marshall Falk was better than Roger Craig right yeah Barry Sanders could catch the ball but there was you know it was basically Nobody just like, just just give him the ball just hand it to him. Let him counter, go. counter, yep. counter, counter. Yep. That's all. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Yep. Change of direction. If you're changing direction, like you're already, he's he's already ahead. But yeah, uh, yeah so Falk and um, Tomlinson are are similar because they could you break them out, you put them in the slot, and they could catch yeah. a ball. And yeah, 
Yeah, and Prime LT was just like a different animal. I feel like a lot of kids now only remember like the Jets era with yep. Danny Tomlinson and don't really remember the um the Chargers. You know, one of, what was it like oh oh three to oh seven probably where LT was really at his peak. Like he was just he was better than most wide receivers yep. and a better running back than most running backs. Like he was just you know, he was a, a just a different breed that we never saw before. He was on trajectory to arguably be number one. He was so he was the like he was in the same exact era as Michael Vick, and he was like the Michael Vick of running backs. He was actually traded for Michael Vick on draft night too. So, well, there you go. Yeah, that yeah, he, yeah, that um, nice little connection. Was it did, was it back to back twenty touchdown seasons? Yeah, I think uh, it might have been back to back to back. I, I think I know it was. Is, so. I think it was back to back to back. I think it was rushing yeah, touchdowns. Was... That's not total oh, touchdowns. Oh, oh total. Oh. Yeah, it might have been just back-to-back 20-yard touchdowns and, or 20 touchdown seasons rushing. But I think he had back-to-back-to-back 20 total touchdowns. Yeah, that's yeah, he, crazy. He, he, he yeah. was insane. He and it, he was different. He was he was different. And he, he's still, he's different today. Still, like, nobody's like that now. Now it's like you see running – or you see wide receivers who play like running backs. So, like a, a Debo or a, a Tyree Kill. Oh, he had yeah. 17, 18, then 28. Yeah, he was just so – he averaged yeah, that, 20. Yeah, it was he was just different different level of being able had, to do everything. He had 145 touchdowns in 170 games. And you got to think about the Jets years. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. yeah, he was he was in a timeshare. And- yeah. He had seven touchdowns in two seasons for the Jets, but he had 145 and 170. Like that's just fucking video game number. Yeah. yeah, he he was just different different breed of of player and the fact that you know Tyreek Hill did not put him in his top five is a little bit wild yeah that's crazy yeah well yeah and the fact that he put the the players he did in there who do you have who was it Derek Henry and Adrian Peterson as one and two was just fucking yeah that was bizarre the, the, the I didn't think of the child beating connection between the two of them but that's definitely why he's got to have AP number one I don't even know some kind of... put Derrick Henry top five of the 2010 to 2020 era. No, definitely not because uh, he was he he came in in 2017 or 18. Yeah, I think it, it was, was 2017. Was it I think it was 17. And but yeah. but they also like he was basically like an afterthought for the first two years. He barely got any carries the first two years he was there. Yeah, he was not he was not the feature back until. Actually, until Tannehill broke in, which is where Thomas's dumbass take came from. Right. So I think that's where his like splits came in. Like, oh, since Ryan Tannehill has been there, here's what happened. But like, yeah, okay. But it's not because of Ryan Tannehill. It's just because because that's when he started getting legitimate carries every game. Yeah. Yeah. I think there was an offensive coordinator, like a a a temporary offensive coordinator change when that happened too. I think it was when Vrabel came in. Is when Henry yeah. started getting more more carries, and again, you know, Vrabel is. Uh, yeah, Vrabel's like, who's this uh, huge guy that over here? Is this guy oh, like this uh, my, offensive this lineman? Isn't my edge oh, he's a running yeah, back. This isn't my edge you rusher. know what? Yeah. yeah, I think we should probably uh, let him carry the ball more. Yeah. Oh, yeah. fucking weird! He just ran for three hundred yards. Yeah, I mean, he did win like a Heisman, so you know, it shouldn't have been a shock to the Titans that he was good, but it clearly yeah. was. Well, terrible franchise. Yeah, I mean, they're just fucking train wreck, but it is what it is. And we got some, uh, has any DeAndre Hopkins news broken since we've um, started recording? I think he visited the Titans and Patriots since then. Yeah, so he did, but he had that weird tweet today where he's like, you know, basically saying like any wide receiver room that I join, you know, I'll make your lives easier, which is odd. Um, Makes me feel like nobody wants him. 
before. Well, also makes me makes me feel like okay, he went to the the Titans who who obviously need him. They they are very thin. I think even like as our wide receiver room stood at the end of last season, people talking about we have the worst wide receivers ever. Maybe I mean that was sad, but the Titans were close. Yeah, I mean they really only had like Traylon Burks. And that was yeah, it. right. Everyone else sucked, and then uh, now we have DeAndre Hopkins showing up to New England. Who do they have? Literally nobody. Juju. Yeah, I mean that's yeah, it. Yeah, Juju. Yeah, so DeAndre Hopkins like. Philip Dorsett, I think. Yeah, I don't think so. Nobody's. Uh, Tyquan Ty Thornton, they took in like the second round last year, but didn't do yeah. shit. You know. Nobody's. Again, he's going. He's going back to the guy that called him Aaron Hernandez, that allegedly caused some kind of huge blowout in, um, right. you know, Houston, and that's who he's begging for a job from. So there's there's something there's something with DeAndre Hopkins that'll eventually come out. Um, I think I know what it is, and I think we've you know uh, glazed around the topic here because I don't want to be accused of. Being wrong on this because it's a little bit serious, but I, I feel like there, there's there's something there that yeah. just people don't want him for for whatever reason. The fact that he's on Twitter like begging for jobs is, is kind of weird. Yeah, he's not. It's not like he's like 36 years old or something. He's he's 30 right now. He'll be 31 in like November. Well, and so if you think about DeAndre Hopkins as a player, and it's it's kind of weird now that like we're in a spot where I'm not blinded by wide receivers and blinded by just the idea of a name coming in. Like he's not super fast. Um, you know, a lot of his ability is one-on-one coverage that he's going to come down with the ball nine times out of 10, because he's just got a big body and kind of knows how to run routes and, you know, box out the the corner. And so if you're running an offense with him, you kind of need a lot of speed guys around him and you sort of need like a, you know, a specific offensive build around him to sort of not only isolate him on the outside, but, um, you know, put him in like the best positions to succeed is that you need a lot of burners around him. And I'm not sure a lot of teams are built like that you know, to sort of, you know, take in him in the offense and make him work. And I, I wonder if teams are looking at that kind of like, you know, this guy's got the, um, you know, the reported red flags of how he treats coaching staffs and how he treats his, you know, his teammates. And maybe they're like, we just really don't want to try to make this guy work. I don't know. I mean, I'm just, I'm just speculating at this point. I find it weird that a player of his talent is still on the market so that there's got to be something there, something keeping him from being signed. And whether it's his, you know, what he wants for a contract or there's other shit going on. I have no idea. Well, so do we think it's more contract based is why he's not signed? Or do you think it's like fit based? Like the teams maybe that he wants to go to aren't necessarily knocking his door down. I, I don't know. Because again, you get the rumor today that Stefan Diggs is the, the irritation for him is that he let the uh, bills restructure his contract so that they could bring in Deandre Hopkins and that they haven't brought in Deandre Hopkins. And so why haven't they brought in DeAndre Hopkins? If that was something that they approached Stefan Diggs to do, you know, say, hey, if you move this money to a bonus or push it down the road, we can bring in Hopkins to pair him with you. And they haven't done it yet. Like, why haven't they done that yet? And it's either got to be that he wants too much money or they don't see a fit. Yeah. And I did see that Stefan Diggs thing today, which I mean, so if you're a, I mean, the thing I don't get is, is if you're a dog, you're a dog. And it's not like he's got a bunch of bums there. I mean, you know. But he does. Player. Um, they just went for a second tight end of the draft that they plan to use as a flex Y. So, I mean, like, you know, you're compiling your weapons. I get, like, adding him would be an, an extreme asset. But, like, you can't put faith in saying, hey, I'm going to restructure this deal. 
you better get this done. Like there's not 31 other teams and a guy making a decision where he wants to go. So like, I mean, well, like so the, all your the, eggs in that basket. The way that it was reported or the way that it sounded is that the Bills approached him with that in mind. And again, that could just be DeAndre or um, Stephon Diggs' agent spinning it that way. I have no idea if that's sure or not, but that's what it sounded like is that they came to him and said, like, if you take this pay cut, essentially, that we'll be able to get you Hopkins. And the yeah. problem is, is Allen, Allen can't get Diggs the ball in big spots in the playoffs. Like, Diggs disappears in the playoffs because he gets double teamed and Gabe Davis can't do shit. I mean, Gabe Davis played nobody in college, never played, never lined up against like any good corners in college. That's where he put up all his numbers. Um, he had that one good playoff game, and then he really hasn't done shit. Dawson Knox is fine, but he's not like an elite tight end by any stretch of the imagination. They have no running game. Uh, Josh Allen's done with the ball when it matters. So I, I don't know. I can understand why they want DeAndre Hopkins, but he's sitting right there, and they haven't gone and got him. So I don't. I, there, there's got to be something there that we're not seeing. I think I, I like have this weird. Thing. I think they end up with Fournette, and I could I could see that. Um, because he compliments James Cook really well. And I think James Cook is a Cook is a guy that, you know, fantasy wise, like he's somebody you really gotta take a look at because he's gonna be able to do the things in that offense that they wanted Devin Singletary to do. So I mean, like it's not and, and the way that Dawson Knox and Kincaid are complement each other, like they're Dawson Knox is a good pass catching tight end, but he's an inline tight end too. He can yeah. flex out, but he's not benefited that way. Kincaid makes him more beneficial. So it's kind of like what we did in the Greg Roman offense, not saying their offense is comparable, but what we did with our two tight end sets with like the likely and Andrews formations and stuff like that. Yeah. And I mean, there, there has, there needs to be a running game besides Josh Allen, you know, playing fullback and just running through people there for them to have any kind of success in the playoffs. Because again, every year they come up one of these days. Yeah. I mean, he takes so many unnecessary hits because of the way that he runs the ball and it's eventually going to catch up to him. Well, he doesn't – and that's a thing, like, too, that, um, like, people give Lamar a lot of shit about. We've talked about it before. Lamar is phenomenal in the run game about not taking hits. He knows how to contort his body. He knows how to get down. He knows how to get out of bounds. Like, he does not take hits. And his f- injuries in the pocket were freak, like, ankle grabbers. Like, and like, Josh Allen's sitting here trying to lower his shoulder all the time. He's going to – I mean, he takes some shots. And it's going to be one of these times that he's not going to get up from that shot. No, I mean, he runs like Tyler Huntley. He runs stupid. He runs yeah, he right runs into people. And the, the only difference between Tyler Huntley and Josh Allen is that Josh Allen's built like a linebacker and Tyler Huntley's, you know, 5'11", 193 pounds. Gets killed. You mean you can't reach the ball five yards when you're 5'11"? Yeah, I still can't believe that that happened. It's still fucking, fucking Greg Roman. It was That was the ultimate Leroy Jenkins moment. That actually had me in my living room just yelling at the TV. Pulling a Larry Fitzgerald going, no, no, no. I just, like, like I, I, I watched that play. I was like, he must have broke the plane. There's no other reason why he did that, right? And then Sam Hubbard takes off. I'm like, okay, so I just, fucking, I don't I don't get this. He fucking matumboed him. Fucking Logan Wilson matumboed Tyler Huntley and it just bounced right into fucking Sam Hubbard's hands. Like, and then they, that's they the worst thing. Of, in the back. No, they did not. It was just bullshit, but that's another story. But like I'm just I'm still befuddled to this day and just filled with rage about that fucking play because the fucked up thing about it is I mean I, when I think I was absent for the episode leading up to it and I said my score prediction for that game is gonna be 2016 Bengals because I didn't trust either single color whether it be Brown whether it be Huntley no matter who they had in their defense is gonna have to win the day and they were on the way to do it. 
They're on their way to fucking do it. And then he just goes Leroy Jenkins and fucks everything up. Just yeah, it was one of those things Leroy Jenkins trying to like... hop over the fucking goal line. And he but you know, packed. someone needs That's to make stuff. that video. Leroy yeah. Jenkins. Jenkins. That's exactly what happened. But that type of shit only happens to Baltimore. Yeah. It was one of those games that we had no business being in. And then we were in it for long enough that I sold myself on us winning it. Oh, and then just yeah. that shit Big happened. time. Big time. Yeah. yeah. It was one of those ones where I was like, this is going to be over in, you know, first quarter. And, like, I'm going to be able to rest easy tonight knowing that, you know, like, there was no Lamar and we had no yeah. shot. The, I'm going to put the sleep while. timer on. I'm going to get in bed and put the sleep timer on on this one. Fuck this one. Yeah, and then it turned into a bottle of wild turkey night. Where I, was just like, you know. I, I, I was at the bar and I was like, do you have this? And they were like, no. I was like, all right, just give me the fucking wild turkey. Yeah, it's just, you know, it's fucking just how our lives go. We're allowed to have nice things. If it wasn't for that happened. If it wasn't for that happening, I would have the Zone Thirty Two listeners would have never known about the ills that happened with that band lost profits. It's all because of Tyler Huntley. It's all because of Tyler Huntley that we had to visit that dark, dark time from that Welsh band. I like it how you change your background, by the way. Hundred percent. Oh yeah. I like it how you change your background from. Yeah, it's him fucking as Bart Simpson. What the fuck's going on here? No, that's that's Mufasa as Homer Simpson. And then he yeah. he tried to ollie over the cut over the cliff, and then he just died. Where do you find this shit? Like, <laughs> oh, dude, uh, fuck it. Someone posted on the gram one day, and I was like, dark web. That. Jake, I oh, feel yeah, like if, if you got like raided by the FBI and they looked at your computer, they'd just be like, "This guy's guilty of something." I don't know what, but he's just got <laughs> fucking shit saved on here that no other human being should have. They're gonna send it to their greatest experts, and they're like. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. He's definitely guilty, but I don't know what it is. Remember that show, um, Mindhunter, where they were like interviewing serial yeah. killers in yeah. prison? Like, they, oh, they, Jake would be in some kind of like fucking federal prison, be like, "So why'd you have this picture saved on your laptop?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, the interview, yeah. the interview with Jake would be like, "So, so you've killed? Well, how'd people, you right? get in here? How'd you get in here? What'd you what'd you do to get here?" And he'd be like, "I still don't know, man." <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, I don't know, man. I was minding my own business drinking case of liquid death, and then just fucking you guys raided my house and put me in federal law. Yeah. All of a sudden, the feds come through, and it's like, ah, oh, fuck you. I'm going to jail. Yeah. Will tweeted that, that picture of me drinking a fake Mickey's with that weird background, and I got on the the the, uh, the radar of the wrong the person. <laughs> yep. And they started yeah, looking through my, they started looking through my history. Me, uh, Joe Biden called me like a terrorist, and then all of a sudden I'm in Guantanamo Bay. Yep. Yeah, he, he Grant, didn't like the fact Grant, that are you that okay? Paul video. I think so. Okay. <laughs> I think so. Yep. Yeah, he like Grant like looks like. I that. mean, Grant is going through it. What the fuck, man? What's going on uh, with you? I was Agent reading must, something. Agent must text him. Yep. Badness. He started Badness. rubbing his face. I was like, oh my god. All right, Gr- uh, Grant needs to go. We we got to end this. Yeah, thinking about this, this running time. back, this, man. We're getting to we're getting to that point in the episode. So that's gonna do it for this week's installment. We will be back to des- discuss this, that, and the other. But meanwhile, <clears throat> it's time for me to die. Oh! See ya. That was authentic. That was authentic. That was real. That was real. <laughs> yep. For the record. Yeah, it wasn't piped in this time. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Zone Zone 32. 32.